Hello everyone, my name is Lee Nichols and I'm the Editor-in-Chief and Associate Publisher of Hydrocarbon Processing Magazine and I'd like to welcome all of you to the latest installment of Hydrocarbon Processing's podcast series, The Main Column. Today we're looking at the elements of a reliability framework. So this was written by Hydrocarbon Processing staff contributing editor, Heinz Block. Now remember, you can subscribe to The Main Column podcast by clicking on the subscribe button, which is located on the podcast website, or you can use your smartphone by saying, hey, Google, Alexa, or Siri, subscribe me to the main column podcast. Reliability frameworks have been documented by organizations such as the Society for Maintenance and Reliability Professionals. They're stipulated five pillars of the Society for Maintenance and Reliability Professionals Book of Knowledge are best summarized as an overall strategy aimed at achieving reliable plants. There are five pillars or categories. One, business and management. Two, manufacturing process reliability, three, equipment reliability, four, organization and leadership, and five, work management. Within each pillar, we see several more detailed listings of specific tasks. To lead to reliability, these tasks must be implemented with experience-based forethought and accuracy. In other words, competent individuals and true craftsmanship are needed to achieve reliability. Let's look at the first one, business and management. Picking a simple task from each category, we want to further highlight just one listing from each pillar and touch on the degree of detail comprising even a minor part of the framework. For instance, under the first pillar, regarding the line entry, planning and budgeting of resources, the qualifications for the personnel resources needed to carry out different tasks vary widely. Therefore, some of the workers may need detailed instructions, while others do not. Some may require close supervision, while others will not. Some are diligent readers, while others have very little interest in reading. Second one, manufacturing process reliability. Under this heading, the second pillar, we find manufacturing process reliability. It indicates that a competent individual must see to it that machines, devices, vessels, and the like are not operated beyond set limits. Operation beyond set limits is like driving a car at speeds well beyond the rated speed of its tires. It can be done, but it may well end in tragedy on a fateful day when the tires are worn, underinflated, and driven on a road where potholes alternate with jagged rocks. Number three, equipment reliability. Equipment reliability should not be an afterthought. Imparting equipment reliability will be hugely expensive after discovering that the engine in your automobile is simply not designed to last very long. That being said, Defect elimination may require changing from a business-as-usual attitude to a mindset that constantly aims for perfection. Acquiring the new mindset may require apprenticeship-style training, loyalty, and appropriate compensation. Is a management sponsor receptive to instituting these and similar approaches? Does he or she have the time to lead in that manner? It should not come as a surprise that much work will be required to eliminate previously tolerated defects. Far more detailed technical specifications will be needed. Factors of safety may need to be increased. Budgets will almost certainly need to be increased. Rigorous machinery quality assessment strategies may need to be followed. Recall that defects are deviations from normal, and when several deviations combine into potentially massive equipment failures, it is time to take decisive actions without delay. Platitudes will no longer suffice. Procrastination will kill. Number four, organization and leadership. Organizational leadership comprises the fourth pillar. Competency-based learning and training is one of the listings here, although these pursuits will certainly be helpful under every one of the five pillar headings. One acquires competency through desiring to be an above-average employee, a value adder. 
Value adders seek out mentors. Value adders are inquisitive readers. They're open-minded and well-balanced individuals who steer clear of office politics and always prefer truth-tellers over the ever-present self-promoting opinion voicers. If an organization is left without strong leaders, or if the organization's leaders are interested only in being seen at the helm of a rudderless ship, then the fourth pillar is more closely related to one of the Potemkin's villages rather than Roman colonnades. And lastly, work management. The fifth pillar, work management, includes the listing of spares management. In truly reliability-focused organizations, all maintenance events are dissected for upgrade opportunities. If an upgrade is possible, then the questions of cost and payback are investigated and defined. Stocking up on old spare parts that could and should be upgraded makes no sense. A good reliability organization first defines and or designs better parts. Then, if warranted, the organization populates its warehouse shelves with fewer but better spare parts. You have been listening to the latest installment of Hydrocarbon Processing's podcast series, The Main Column.